0: The rev of the engines, the smell of diesel in the air, and the roar of the crowd only means it's time for Let's Let's Grow Polling with with Jason Schultz. Powered by the Beer Money Polling Team. So sit back, relax, and enjoy an action-packed hour dedicated to the growing, the sport of truck and tractor pulling only on the Polling Radio Network. Jason brings you the interviews, the news, and the most talked about topics in polling today. The green flags are waving. Here now, the man,
1: the myth, and the head cheese, Jason Schultz. All right, I got Greg Boyd on the phone with me here tonight, and Greg is part of the Lucas Oil Green Streak Modified Polling Team. Greg, thanks for joining us us here on Let's Grow Pulling, powered by the Beer Money Pulling Team, and it's an honor to have you on the phone with us tonight. And when I, you say the Boyd name and the sport of pulling, it's one of those names that resonates in the polling world, and pretty awesome to have you on the phone here tonight. And uh, I have a lot of things I want to talk about with you, but first of all, when we get people on the phone, I want people to know who Greg Boyd is and the Boyd family, how you all got started, and you know, I want to know where you're from. So start from the beginning, Greg Boyd. Who are you? Where are you from? Give us a history.
2: Well, Jason, I appreciate you having me on. Uh, We're located in Washington, Indiana, which is a rural community in southwest Indiana. Um, I am, uh, my dad's Steve. Uh, He runs uh, the Lucas Oil Green Streak Modified Tractor. I pulled pro stock for many years. My mom's Karen. um, And uh, there's two boys, myself and uh, my brother Mike. Uh, Mike's about four or five years older than I am, I guess. Uh, I'm 41 right now. And um, we grew up on a farm here. Uh, my dad, my grandpa, I guess, started uh, in the farming business in this area where we're at and uh, moved in here when he was young age on a rented farm and rented a piece of property here and didn't own anything. He didn't really have anything and uh, got the ball rolling and got started. And, and uh, my dad took the farm over, he and his brother Tom, in the late uh, 70s they were probably farming maybe 1500 acres and had started buying a little bit of grain and uh, from some of the local farmers buying and selling, marketing some grain and uh, raised hogs and just, you know, anything that you can do to get by to make a living. And, uh, that, that, uh, grew and they split their operations up there in in the late seventies and each kind of went their own way, even though we're still only a half mile apart here and both do similar operations. And, uh, um, we have both done well. We've we've been fortunate. Um, the good Lord has been good to us, and we've worked hard at it. My dad worked his tail off to give my brother and I an opportunity to get started in business, and, and we've, we've tried to take advantage of that the best we could. Uh, but right, basically right now we are uh, uh, twofold, I guess. My brother owns a construction company uh, called and Company Construction.
3: Okay, yeah. And does I saw that on your of,
2: website. Yep. He, he does a lot of uh, gas and oil work. He does some site preparation work, but, uh, he does mainly gas and oil is his big thing. He's got a, uh, facility here in, in Washington, Indiana, and he also has a facility out in Williston, North Dakota, and they do a lot of work up there. Uh, they're, they're in the process now, I think of doing, I'll probably give you the wrong information, but I think it's 18 inch steel pipe, uh, and they got a 60 mile job. They're, they're putting that in on. And, uh, I think it's 60 foot sections. They have to weld it together every 60 feet and, uh, it's pretty, pretty good job. And, uh, so he does a lot of that. And then Dad and I are, uh, are still partners, and and uh, we grain farm around 6,000 acres. Uh, we have a, a trucking company that runs uh, uh, right now about 75 semi-trucks over the road, um, all flatbed, all a lot of uh, building materials, drywall, steel, lumber, aluminum, that type of thing. Uh, and and then we have the Boyd and Sons Machinery Company, which Sells uh, heavy equipment, undercarriage parts, um, rubber tracks for a new dealer for right now flatbed trailers, for Mac dump trailers, um, for pits equipment trailers, and uh, still a little bit of everything.
1: Awesome, awesome, awesome. So that's a history of it. So let's start about, so when did you guys get into pulling? How, what year did you start pulling? Did your dad start first or did your grandpa start pulling or how did it all get going?
3: Well,
2: actually, back you know back in the '60s and '70s, they'd done some local pulling here and there. And, and uh, in 1974, my dad and his brother Tom had a 1466 that they ran on the uh, the N T P A Hoosier State Circuit in the postdoc class. And I believe they finished second the points maybe in that. And uh, they I, we still have that tractor today. It was one that they uh, they had bought it new, had 24 five tires on, it, and. Uh, they went up to Hypermax and bought a turbo and a fuel pump and put that on the tractor. To Hyper's been around down. that. Hyper's
1: been around that long, Greg.
2: They've been around a long time. <laughs> Jeez, and, that's uh, crazy. They ran it down the track like that and brought it home and took that stuff off and put the factory stuff on and sent it to the field and, uh, and farms. <laughs> we still, uh, we still have that fourteen sixty six here.
1: What do you do with it uh, now?
2: It, it, for the most part, just sits here. Yep. It's my dad's got a. He started a little bit of a collection of some. Tractors that he used to have whenever he was younger, and and uh, so he's got uh, he's got a shed full over there of different tractors, and that's that's one of them. So they pulled in '74. They run the circuit then, and uh, I was actually born in '75. And uh, he and Tom were getting their family started, and really didn't have time to do it, so they got away from it until um, <clears throat> I guess it was 1997 when we got back into the pro stock class, and uh, it all started out with. I don't know if some of you guys may remember the, uh, the bite and binder.
1: That was a red My one, cousin, right? It
2: was a red one. My yep. cousin Trent ran it yep. and it's in, the, it's in the Snicker family now. Yep. Uh, and it's been modified quite a bit, but, but Dennis's tractor, Dennis Snicker runs the bite and binder now, but in 97, uh, Trent went and bought Trent and Tom bought a, uh, international from a guy there in Illinois, uh, and the Snickers helped him with it called the bite and binder. And then that fall, uh, uh we we had actually bought a forty four fifty five off of a guy named Dave Rife in northern Indiana and uh, brought it home and I'm not sure why we bought it to be honest we, we we wound up tearing everything apart and I don't think we used anything off of it uh, maybe <laughs> maybe part of the frame rails but uh but so we rebuilt it and put a new riverside engine in it and uh ran the nineteen ninety eight season with it um and it was quite a learning experience my dad was uh of course, he's a natural on any piece of equipment. If you ever see him operate anything, it doesn't matter if it's a dozer or an excavator or whatever. He, he can get in something and run it like he's been doing it for 30 years, you know. And uh, So he, he was obviously didn't have much trouble with it. My my brother and I had to cut our teeth on it a little bit. But uh, we ran it that 98 season, and I think, if I remember right, we, we hooked it 63 times that first year.
1: And that was a pro stock uh, right out of the gate, a 10,000-pound pro?
2: 10,000-pound pro stock. Okay. So we ran it that season. Got into Louisville. Took it down to Louisville. Uh, is this Green, Green Street? For,
1: sorry, Greg. Is this Green Street yep, number one?
2: Yep. Okay. 40, it was a forty-four fifty-five. Forty-four fifty-five. Okay. Block, small block Riverside engine, and uh, took it down to Louisville in February of that year. And I don't think anybody knew who we were at all. And, and uh, my dad won Friday night and won Saturday night.
1: Well, they knew who you were after that, then. <laughs> and
2: uh, after that, which a lot of people didn't know, but. Um, we had actually bought Carl Atley's lethal weapon tractor while we were down there. Ah, oh. uh, if you remember Carl from Ohio,
1: absolutely. He's got that right, super stock diesel truck, truck now.
2: now. Yep, absolutely. Yep. And we had bought that tractor, and when the finals was over Saturday night, my dad had won the Saturday night session, and Carl finished second. So we we felt really good after that. But I think you, those-
1: that was a good goodbye, Steve. <laughs> goodbye,
3: buddy.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I tell you, the thing at Louisville that's 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 really interesting. It's, yeah, uh, you know, it's a, just a different type of place to go. But we went down there the very first year, one Friday night, one Saturday night, and we have won some sessions since then. But we've never won the Saturday night show since then. Wow.
1: No, it's I've I've only gone as a spectator, obviously, and I'm hoping someday they let the four ones in. But uh, you know, because that's what I have now. But uh, yeah, I've been down there many many times. I've I've seen you guys at the, at the hotel and stuff like that, and had I've had breakfast sitting right next to you guys, but never said hi to you. That was like. 10 years ago cause I was too scared. Well, so.
2: Yeah. Don't do that. We're yep. just normal people. So we ran gonna... that. We ran those two, ran those two pro stocks. Uh, and of course made many modifi- modifications and built different chassis. I think when Engler, when Tim Engler, he's always done our chassis work and, um, uh, the modified tractor that I've been driving, the, the green streak unlimited, I believe he told us that was the 10th chassis he had built for us. Okay. Since, uh, since 98. And, uh, Uh, So we've had many different types of of pro stock tractors through the years, and we ran two of them up until, I believe it was the 2009 or 2010 season, and we got the bright idea we'd just run a third one. And uh, I think that was enough to burn us completely out. When that season was over, we were about about finished with pulling, and we sold two of them, and we kept one, and we didn't run the circuit uh, the next year. We just went to, I think we went to three hooks all year, and, thought maybe we were done with pulling and then next thing you know we bought uh we bought my old tractor back uh and um ran two pro stocks again for for a couple seasons and sold one last year we ran a pro stock we just ran one the last two years and uh and then built the modifieds
1: did um so yeah because did a couple of your pro stocks went to and it's hard to keep up i mean I pretty much just stay in Wisconsin, do some announcing. In the last couple of years, I've kind of ventured out a little bit, and I got announced down in Mount City, Missouri. But there's some tractors called under new management. Was that you have you have some fingers in those a little bit, don't you? Uh,
2: yeah, we do. We do some engine work for Jeremy. Okay. Um, the uh, originally when we sold the, the two chassis that we last ran pro stock wise uh, were built in two thousand eight. Okay. They were first ran in two thousand eight, and those two chassis. Um, uh, originally, we sold. Um, well, let me think here just a second. I, I had a, I had an extra chassis here that we, had, we that we never sold. So we had uh, the two the two new chassis that were built in two thousand seven. Then I had one that we had built uh, a year or two previous, and that's when we put the third tractor together. So when we sold those two tractors, which would have been the Green Streak two tractor and the Green Streak X tractor, they originally went to Dennis Borson. Okay. And then uh, and then we bought the Green Street two back tractor back from Dennis Borson, and the Green Street X tractor went to the Babler family, and it's the haymaker.
1: Okay, I knew that. Yep, because they they've been to our yeah. pole in Richland Center before. Yep, that's a beautiful yep. tractor. And then
2: the uh, then the Green Street two back tractor, when I bought it back, I painted it up with the Protect the Harvest on it. Yep. And then uh, that tractor I sold to Steve Wishmeyer, and it's the barely uh, whiskey wild. Right
1: oh, now. whiskey wild. Okay. Yep. I was thinking the yep. barely getting by, but okay,
2: gotcha. Yep. So it's hard to... See, it's
1: kind of hard to, kind of hard to track
2: them. I have to think about it
1: every so <laughs> Yeah, that's okay. Well, it's, We did a little, like a little family tree of pulling there. I like that a lot, Greg. Yeah. I like how we did that. So, all right. So we went live on Beer Money, and then my phone died because I was mowing my lawn and I was listening to Sirius Radio. I had to have a little hair on when I was mowing my yard before I came down to do the show tonight. So,
2: Nothing
1: wrong with that. You got to love it. I'm, I'm 40 also, so we're about the same age. So one of the questions, somebody said, why did you guys move from the pro stocks to the mods?
2: Well, you know, we started, oh, the, the year we started laying out of pulling back in, I don't even know what year it was, 10 maybe, 2010, we started doing some engine work for some of our, our friends that are in the pro stock class, and and it's a little difficult to pull with those guys and build their engines, too, um, even though, fortunately, they've all been very successful and they, they all do a good job. It's, I think they always probably question whether they're getting the best stuff that you got or not, and and we were kind of we were kind of ready for a new challenge we'd we'd been in a pro stock class you know for uh since since ninety eight and
1: very know. very successful greg greg i'm not trying That's to I'm not trying That's to you good. know float That's your good. boat or whatever but you guys were the you yeah. know top of the game
2: we had we have been fortunate enough to be successful and i think we won eight points championships over that time and and you know when you're when you're to the point where you're just expected to be there all the time sometimes it takes the fun out of it it does you know we Everybody. It doesn't matter if you're in a modified class or you're in your four one class or a two wheel drive truck or whatever to pull at the level that we all pull at, you have to have a lot of drive and you have to be very competitive and and um, you know we're we're not poor sports by no means. I if you can't take a loss, you better not be in the tractor pulling. That's for sure. Uh, but but you want to do well and we were we were uh, just kind of ready for a new challenge, you know. And and so we built the first modified tractor. Uh, so we ran one mod two seasons ago and ran a pro stock. And uh, that was a little difficult. Uh, I had been in two different classes and, and trying to learn a completely new class. And, and it's it's a lot different than we even thought it was going to be as far as trying to make it work. You know, it's uh, a lot of the stuff that you do in the pro stock class, just they just don't carry over to the mod class. And uh, so, so it was kind of difficult, and we decided that, that we were ready to, build a second mod and um yeah i I think more more than anything it's just a challenge we we were ready for we were ready for a new challenge
1: no it's neat and i think what what i think and we talk about let's grow pulling and that's the name of my show what what the modifieds do is it and i'm going to say i'm going to call them the motorheads you know like my uncle he's he has a dragster and he raced he's he's building a nostalgia dragster from like the '80s, they brought that back to NHRA, and those cars are going 250 mile in the quarter mile. But it brings that motorhead to the sport of pulling. Because who doesn't think four or five? Because for Lucas Oil, is it four motors that you guys have on your tractor, Greg?
3: Right. Okay. <clears throat> we run we run four
2: four with A71s in the in the PPL.
1: Okay, with the PPL, and I know so. But if you, <laughs> that is the most awesome thing in the sport of pulling. I mean, and I know that they had Eater's tractor down at Talladega, right? The Geico tractor uh-huh. is that correct? Right, right. So, I mean, that. So we're we're introducing it now. Now we're introduced to a new fan base. And if you can't think that's the most awesome thing in the world, and and when you watch MAV TV, you know the modifieds. Hopefully, that's what's going to bring these new fans. To the sport, you know what I mean, because farming, the family farm is gone, unfortunately, like it or not, or whatever. I mean, it is what it is. Not everybody's growing up on the farms anymore, and that's why I've been beating. That's why I've been beating the diesel truck bandwagon, because every kid has a diesel truck now, Greg, and you know that they got a stack sticking out the right. back, and they whoop 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 at every single stoplight everywhere. That's why Shides is a big deal, and the TS is a big deal. That's where. When I was a kid, when you and I were a kid, you know, you talked about taking the six, the sixty-six or the forty-twenty, and then to the fair. But when you go back home, you turn the pump back down. You know, that's that's how pulling got started. But now we don't have exactly. these, we don't have these kids growing up on the farm anymore. Now, how do we get yep. these kids involved again? And that's where I think diesel trucks pulling, or I think modifieds or two-wheel drive trucks, the, the motor, motor, motor. How do we get the you know and the modifieds, man? That's it's the best. It's the top of the food chain, and you know to have a new challenge like that. And kudos to you guys for saying, you know, we we love Poland, but we're looking for something new, and that's it's awesome. That's that's really cool. That that's cool that you did that. So one one of the other questions while we're talking about the mods is, can you explain how the transmission works with connecting with the engines? Because that's one of the things that I always do. And I'm gonna get a, um, I'm gonna get a chance to finally meet you up in Hillsboro this year. That's 26 miles from my house. And then we get a poll on Saturday and Saturday night. We're going to pull in the Saturday afternoon session and the Saturday night session with Silver Series in the four ones. We'll get to watch you Friday night and Saturday night. And when I'm announcing? Can you? Can you, how do you get all those four babies to sync together and get all those power to those two rear tires?
2: Well, yeah, that's a that's a much better question for a guy like Tim Engler.
1: Okay, <laughs> but, well, uh, get him on the phone right now and then let's conference him in. <laughs>
2: Tim builds these uh, cross boxes. Uh, that tie all this stuff together, and and it still amazes me to see how it all works. It's uh, yeah, uh, you know, uh, to get into detail, I'm not the guy to get into detail, probably to tell you how all that works internally. But, um, but, but Engler, Tim Engler, and of course, there's other guys that's done a lot of stuff with that too. Sure, but, but Engler's been the brains behind a lot of that stuff, and in that cross box that he builds, and um, it, it's really uh, it it just blows my mind how how to put those four engines together all go on that one drive line and, and to run it through you know I have a transmission a lot of guys don't or nobody really has a transmission on modified tractors and dad and I put transmissions on them last year and and um, you know we we have so many other things to learn that uh, the transmission deal wasn't an advantage to us yet and I, I hope that someday it will be but uh, yeah it just it amazes me how you get all that stuff to go to the back tires and Tim Engler's done an unbelievable job putting
1: that together. Well, I'll get Engler on the phone then sometimes. So I've spent a little bit of money with englers not as much as you guys have, but maybe he'll, maybe Tim. he'll answer my call. Tim,
2: Tim will get on the phone with you. I he's guarantee. a great guy. He's, he's, he's a, a great he guy. He is a fantastic guy. Yeah. We'll get him he's, on the and phone. And you know, we talk about why we got into the mod class. I'll be honest, Tim, Tim has talked to us about that. I bet for at least six or eight years before we ever did it, that he would really like to see us try that. And, uh, he, you know he's been a big pusher behind us for sure yeah. he only lives him shops only 40 minutes from my shop so uh <clears throat> to have him in your backyard is, is pretty nice yep
1: no that's awesome he's, he's the best he's the best at building chassis and all that stuff and to have him doing you know have him in your back door that's awesome he's a great guy um sure is. so the first i want to know the first time you drove your pro stock where was it that was it 98 the first time you drove it <laughs>
2: First time I drove my Pro Stock, uh, I drove, it was the 4455 in 1998. Where was it? And there was an Outlaw Pool in Davenport, Iowa. Nice. And it was a mixed, it was a open class. There was mods. There was there was all kinds of stuff in that class. And uh, my dad took it out there on a Friday night by himself, he and my mom. And he ran it in that open class. And if I remember right, I think he got second place uh, right out of the shoot with it. So I drove out there the next night, and uh, I think I drove a hundred mile an hour all the way there. I was so wound up to get there.
3: <laughs> and uh,
2: Davenport's, a, I don't know, four hundred miles from here or something. So I drove out there the next night. <clears throat> was all pumped up to go. And uh, back in that at that time, it was a little bit different than it is today. You know, you you had to rev your motor to if you didn't have it to five thousand RPMs plus. It you know the turbo wouldn't get on top, and right, and you'd just choke it out on the line. where today you can baby them off the line, and play with them, but. Anyhow, I back that thing up there and I'm green as a gourd, you know, and tell know what I'm doing. And I'm revving that thing up and I don't get it off the line. And uh, they pull me back here and I do it again I don't get it off the line. So <laughs> I, drive, I drive all the way out there and I never get it off, out of the hole. Oh, well, man. The lead operator told us, he said, when, the, when this class is over, if you want to come back and, and run it again, that's fine. So we come back and... And my dad stood over on the side with his thumb yep. telling me to wrap the dumb go, thing go, up go, until go. I was ready to go, you know. <laughs> I got her down the track that time. But it uh, when, when you're used to running a farm tractor at 2,000 RPMs and you've got to get it to 6, uh, and you oh. know how much money you spent building the thing, you don't want to tear it up. And what you have to learn real quick if you're going to drive one of those things, they're meant to race or they're meant to they're meant to pull, you know. So you're not going to tear it up any worse than the next guy. You've got to get on it.
1: Yeah, 3,000 RPMs on a pulling tractor sounds like you're launching the space shuttle going to the moon. And you look at the tack, <laughs> yeah. and, you, and you're looking at the tack. you're going, no way. And you've got a long ways to go yet. But, yeah,
2: no, yeah, it's funny. The vibration and the shaking. Yep. I can't imagine being that green and getting on a modified.
1: No, that's what, that's what, that was my next question. Let's talk about the mod now. First time. Tell me about your first time, Greg, on the mod. <laughs>
2: first, first time on the mod was in Freedom Hall. No way. Yep,
1: you got bigger balls than I do, man. Just There's the 240 never, foot track, had, sand pile in front of you.
2: Are you kidding me? I had never. No, I'm dead serious. Oh, yeah. Your dad. dad your dad, dad ran, doesn't love
1: you. Your dad does not love you. He,
2: well, he ran the mod all season last year, and I ran the pro stock, and we got ready to go to Louisville just uh, a few weeks prior to Louisville, and he had a he had an injury to his eye, and I'm not sure how he did it, but he tore the retina in his eye. Holy cow! And I had to have had to have eye surgery, which all turned out great. Now he got lens replacements and he can see, and he don't have to have bifocals and, you know, it's really a nice deal for him now. But anyway, he couldn't drive the mod. So we're signed up for Louisville and
1: no I, way. I said,
2: well, I guess, <laughs> I will drive it. So, oh man. So we, they did, they did let me make a test hook. Okay. Uh, so I, so I ran it in the afternoon. Um, first time really, uh, Before we took off and went down there, of course, Louisville is only 100 miles from us.
3: Before
2: we went down there, I actually started the tractor here outside and pulled it up and backed it up and just kind of had a little bit of a feel of it. But um, The first time I actually took it down the track was a test test hook in Freedom Hall, and it one-wheeled and took me straight out of bounds, and I thought, how in the world am I going to drive this from
3: one end to the other?
1: yeah i cannot believe when those get when those things they look like when they get on a path greg i don't know how i don't know how you guys steer them i mean i know you i know it's with brakes and stuff like that but i don't know how you guys they just look like the the twist and the force and i know i'm not saying the right things but you know that you you see the chassis just twisting and you know the motors and oh i bet engler Engler just gets goosebumps watching that stuff but i don't know how you guys keep them keep them in balance half the time it's
2: it's different so i got a little bit of a learning experience in the afternoon and then I pulled that night, and I think I got a fifth, and I advanced to the finals, and and then uh, I ran it out of bounds in the finals. So <laughs> that's where I wound up. But but it was, uh, you know, it's it's just a it's a different tractor to run than the pro stock. I mean, you don't have uh, to worry about a clutch. You know, pro stock, you got to slip your clutch and try to hook it that way. Where with a mod, you're trying to hook it with uh, with the throttle. But uh, uh, I, I guess the biggest difference to me obviously the vibration but the, the biggest difference is when they decide to go left or decide to go right uh, with the mod it just happens a lot faster
1: yeah because a tractor you can feel it in the seat you can feel the whole tractor going i'm i've i've watched enough of you guys on mav tv it looks like it just jerks you you know what i mean
2: yeah so yeah, it does <sighs> it, it it goes it goes a lot quicker left or right and uh than then you did uh with a pro stock and and i guess the biggest thing i was worried about honestly this sounds silly but I was so used to running my pro stock with a clutch on the left and two brake pedals on the right, and the mod I have a left brake with my left foot and a right brake with my right
3: foot. Yep.
2: So I was more worried about I was more worried about the brakes going down the track than I was <laughs> anything else.
1: Oh, that's funny! I got to drive a mini rod at, at uh, our, our hometown pole last year, an open one. You know, not. The Tri County Mini Rods, I got some buddies with it, so it's not a full blown like a uh, PPL or an NTPA one, but right below it, they run a little bit smaller blower, but still, you know, still over a thousand horsepower. And it was that same thing: the brake on the left and the brake on the right. And they weighted the front down a little bit for me, but I still got a little walk the dog a little bit there at the end, and that was pretty wild. So yeah,
2: that you know, was pretty so wild. Uh, the, so Tim I'm, Engler always told us when we first built the mod. He said the biggest difference you're gonna you're gonna see in a in an alcohol motor versus your your diesel motor. He says you know, you you build the throttle up and you start spinning that turbo on your on your pro stock. He said, when you crack the throttle on your mods, it's, it's going to happen.
1: It's now. <laughs> it's right it's nice. now. Yep. That's crazy. Well, All right. So we talked about the mods a little bit. And uh, again, I, kudos to you guys for doing it because your name resonates in the pulling world. And, and the mod class, I mean, that's... The Sullivan's eater, I mean, and I don't want—I don't know everybody in the mod class, and I'm going to do a better job of following it this year. But there's some big names in that class. The guys you compete with weekly, you know, on the Champions Tour—it's—it's those are some real—it's—it's a real deal, Greg, and that's pretty exciting for you guys to be part of that. And
2: wow, every every class, every class in the—it doesn't matter if it's the if it's the Lucas Pro Pulling League, you know, the Champions Tour, or if it's the ntpa grand nationals i mean the competition level in every class is unbelievable yeah the mods and the mods is it's no different there's yep. there's not a slouch there you know and it's uh if anybody was a slouch it's been us i mean we we've, we've had such a learning curve to figure it out but we're pretty confident or feel pretty confident going into this year that maybe we learned something last year but i don't know
1: well you're kudos i mean you're humble enough to admit it and that's that's all part of the game that's all part of the game
2: well yeah it's it's uh there's no bragging rights when you finish sixth and seventh all the time. I, I did, I did wind up winning one pool last year at uh, Franklin, Kentucky. I won one championship Triple, and my dad won a pull over in Illinois. But other than that, like, we really struggled to to crack the top five. And uh, I, I really, you know, I really pinned that as much as anything just on experience, operators, drivers, and you know, us learning how to set them up. And it's like I say, it's not a deal that transfers from one class to the other very good i mean it's uh reading the dirt's reading the dirt but the uh the setups on them are so much different
1: yeah i don't know how you guys i don't know how you hook them up to the track to be honest you know it's 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 insane so
2: that's the hard part
1: yep it's incredible so um oh i lost my train of thought there for a second let me think modify oh when's your first hook of the year where are you, where are you guys heading out
2: uh we're going down to saluda south carolina here in a couple of weeks i think it's uh next weekend okay uh, we put on there on Friday night, Saturday night, I believe.
1: Okay, and that's so all. That's
2: the first. And you're going to. T-
1: okay, and it's propolling.com, right? Champions Tour. That's what you guys are chasing for points this year, correct? I believe that's
3: correct.
2: Yep. Okay, yep. cool. So cool. if
1: any, any fans want to know where the boys are going to be or the mods, it's going to be propolling.com, and then you can check them out on Facebook as well. Hey, before and we got a long ways to go yet, but while we're talking about the social media and the websites and stuff like that, I went to your website today to kind of look at and look at the farming operation and the machinery and different things like that. And I talked to Miles a lot. And um, mm-hmm. what's the website again? Is it BoydandSons.com? Is that right?
2: Boy, BoydandSons.com dot will take you kind of to the main page to to get to wherever you want to go, and then from there you can go to the
1: you can click on like pulling or,
2: or, or yep. yeah, the pulling or the machinery or whichever way you want to go. But yeah, BoydandSons.com dot com is the is the main hub for the websites.
1: Hey, how'd you guys get hooked up with Lucas Oil?
2: You know, that's kind of a funny story. Actually, we uh, back in the pro stock days, and this has been. Um, far before PPL ever existed, back in the ATPA days. Uh, <clears throat> we were working on on engines like we always are, trying to get more power out of them. And, uh, we had started gaining more power, but we were having a lot of bearing troubles. Um, I mean, we were pulling bearings out generally every pass down the track, if not two, we'd have to put bearings in. And, um, we had tried all kinds of stuff. We were running different oils and trying different stuff, and we even tried some Lucas additive in the oil we were running. And seemed like it helped, but didn't fix it. And um, We had somebody tell us that we needed to call System 1 Filters in California, and uh, said their filtering system will fix your problem. So we called System 1 Filters in California, and that guy said, I'll be happy to study the filters. He said, I think they'll improve your program, but I'm not going to fix your problem. And he said, if you want somebody to fix your problem, you need to call Force Lucas. And we didn't know Forrest Lucas at all at the time. You know, he had he had done a little bit of sponsorship at that time, I think, with the ATPA, but, but really not much. And so we got Forrest's phone number and called him up, and he answered the phone himself and um, told him the issue we were having and told him the system. One guy told us to call, and he was in California at the time, and he's got a plant down here at Cordon, which is only about 80 miles from us. And he said, you guys know, he said, I got that plant in Cordon. I'm flying in there. Next week, he said, if you don't care, I'll just come by your shop and I'll look at your problem. And he did. He came by himself and and uh, he lifted our issue and he said, I'll tell you what your problem is, in my opinion. And he said, you don't have enough flow. Uh, we were running, we had tried 50 weight, we had tried 70 weight, all kinds of stuff. And he said, in my opinion, is you need to run a 2050 synthetic with synthetic stabilizer. See what happens. And, um, you know, it's, he's telling us this and in my mind, I'm thinking oil is oil. This is a waste of time, you know, but, uh, we did what he said and believe it or not, we run the rest of the season and never put a set of bearings in the tractor. And from that point on we were sold. Yep. So, uh, so that, that began a really great relationship. Uh, and from that point on we got to talking about sponsorship and he was interested in, in sponsors, which, you know, he's a businessman. He he's one of the smartest guys I've ever been around in my life. And, when he was here, obviously we gave him a tour of what we were doing. We were running 75, 80 semi-trucks and all this farm stuff. And, you know, he's, and he's told me this before. He said, when I looked at your operation like I can sell you probably more oil than I can sponsor you. So heck yeah, I'll get on board and, and we'll work on a sponsorship deal. So we did that and we run Lucas and all our semi-trucks and, and all uh, farm equipment and, and everything like that. And, you know, it's been, uh, I think it's been over 10 years now we've been partnered up and, it's been a great
1: relationship. I had Mike Chastain on a show. Oh, I think the fifth or sixth show, and he talked about your tractor being down there at the at the state the Indy Lucas Oil, Stadium. Lucas Oil Stadium. Yeah, and he talked about the yeah, that that being what the the most the most photographed tractor, and the, I don't
0: the, full, the the where the fans are going to sit the most
1: yeah you gotta turn your mic on yeah ryan you gotta turn your mic on there you <laughs> it,
0: go it's the most photographed uh where the fans are sitting when they're walking around the concourse it's the most fo- where they're getting their most photographs inside Lucas Oil stadium yeah so, so the millions what... of fans that are flowing through they're stopping at your tractor the most yeah whatever items are in that stadium
2: it's a really neat setup i you know when he called and was talking to us about doing that um of course yeah he was willing to buy it and pay for it and do whatever we need to do to put it up there and uh, if anybody knows my dad, he wasn't going to let that happen. We gave him what he wanted and put it up there. We appreciate his, his help, but uh, I kind of had envisioned that he's going to stick the thing in the corner somewhere and, you know, it's pulling. He's got NHRA and all the other stuff going on, but it's not. It's stuck right in the middle, and, and I've been down on the field before, and you can be on the field and look up and see it. Mm-hmm. And uh, they uh, they had so much attention to it to start with. Uh, he, wanted the thing, he wanted the motorsports area to be – hands-on where people can actually get on the tractor and sit on it and that kind of stuff and they had so much attention to it that they actually built stairs up the one side to sit on and kind of build a little bit of a, a row cage around it so people couldn't fall off for liability reasons but um yeah it, it's, it's a really neat thing to go up there and see that and and you know however many years since that stadium's been built it's still there so
1: no that's awesome uh, it's,
2: it's really it's really neat and, and uh, I hear from people a lot of times where people tag me on Facebook, you know, where they've been up there and sitting on the tractor. And, uh, it, it's had to, it's had to help create a lot of attention to pulling, I would think.
1: It's huge. It's huge. That's why I told you, you're famous, Boyd. You're famous. And you said, yeah. and you said laugh out loud or whatever. I used to use text message earlier today. So <laughs> now it's a good time. So, hey, so let's grow pulling. Let's talk about your trip. Uh, so it's Ahoy, Rotterdam or the pole. the poll's pull, the called Ahoy, right?
2: The, the stadium we pull in is called Ahoy. Okay. And the city, the city was is uh, Rotterdam in the Netherlands. Okay. And uh, boy, you talk about a, an unbelievable experience! Wow. We uh,
1: how'd you get? I mean, yeah, 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 Just tell us the whole story. How you gotten for? Did you invite? Did you did you invite yourselves? Did Did Steve say, "Hey, I'm swinging on over and I'm throwing my <laughs> that, tractors you know? in a couple of containers. I just want to go to the red light district"? Or I mean, I don't know yeah. <laughs> what do we got going on, no, buddy. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and Karen, that, Karen probably wouldn't go for that. So
2: we we did see the red light district i'll tell you that uh, <laughs> we can do that off the air <laughs> yeah uh no dirk meyer I, I got to know him several years ago he, he brings a crew over here from the netherlands uh just about every year to uh louisville, louisville. yep and uh, they normally go tour caterpillar and some other farmers in the area and and for several years he would bring a uh, a group by here and tour our farm and and different things and so i got to know him fairly well and it's been, gosh, I don't know, the year that Domans went over. Okay. Uh, and pulled at the beach pool.
1: Yeah, yeah. They took the pro stock uh, over had, there.
2: Right, right. They had they had actually contacted us about doing that and we were gonna go and, and we had the sponsorship with Lucas, so they were happy with us to do whatever. But we were gonna have to go in the summer and we would miss the point series and or miss part of the point series and we didn't really want to do that, so we backed out of that opportunity and Ever since we did that, we thought, man, that was stupid. We should have went over there. If we ever get a chance to go again, we're gonna we're gonna do that. And, and um, I got a call uh, this winter, uh, right after the season, actually, um, from uh, I can't pronounce his last name, but Jan is his first name. And uh, anyhow, he kind of puts on the pull over there for for the people at Ahoy, and asked us if we was interested in coming and. I said, absolutely. You know, this time we're not going to turn it down. He, he talked about different ideas of maybe bringing a one modified and maybe a two-wheel drive truck or a pro stock. And we talked about different things. And he said, you know, I'd really just rather have two modified. If you'll bring both tractors, that's what we'd really like to have. So, um, of course, we jumped on the opportunity and it was uh, it was quite an experience to get it all set up. And I kind of opened my mouth. I do a lot of I do a lot of importing with parts already, so we deal with ocean containers and vessels. And I said, well, I'll just take care of the freight part of it, because I'm familiar with that. And I think Miles is ready to wring my neck, because the <laughs> next thing I did is I said, hey, Miles, take care of getting these things over there. Yep. <laughs> uh, so but Miles done a great job doing that. And, and uh, they sent one 40-foot high-top container in here, and we loaded both tractors in the container and shipped them over there. And we were kind of a nervous wreck about oh. what we were going to get when we got there, you know. Yep water was going to be in there or what was going to be rested or what was and we opened the doors on them and they looked just like when we put them in there we didn't even have to wipe them off i watched
1: i watched the video when you guys backed them out because miles or somebody somebody had done a really good job of kind of videographing it videoing everything they were
2: yeah it was unbelievable they were spotless and and um you know when we went over there of course i had never been overseas none of our family really had been overseas my wife when she was in high school, uh, had been to France and a couple of places over there. So she kind of planned everything out for us to do a little bit of sightseeing. But if you know our family very well, we're not very good vacationers. We're, we're kind of wide open everywhere we go, and we're ready to get back home to work. And, yep. uh, so we, uh, we went over, and we flew into France. and We spent uh, one day in Paris, and um, some of the team stayed in Paris for a second day, and some of us took a train to London for a day. Came back to Paris that night, um, took the train to Amsterdam. Amsterdam, was in Amsterdam a couple of days. Uh, went down to Rotterdam after that for the pool. but the, um, when we went over to Amsterdam, we, we went out to the bobcat pulling team, uh, yep. to their shop and their home, uh, Bennis and, and Helma and Barry Bora and Boy, you talk about some fantastic hosts! I don't know if you know those those people. Around. I don't know
1: them personally, but you know, I know I know of them. I you know, I follow them on Facebook and stuff like that. And they got just I'm just kind of amazed at some of the stuff I see. It's pretty wild.
2: They are they are they are top notch pullers and they are top notch people. I mean they they treated us like we were family. I mean it was unbelievable. And so they took us around, and showed us you know the things there. We had we had lunch there at their place, and and uh, they took us to a big machine shop there. It was kind of interesting for us guys to go see some of that. And Helma took the, the ladies to shopping a little bit. And we met back and had dinner with them. And uh, they took us over to uh, the Dinger Inks, um, <clears throat> which is the Lobata team. Yep. Um, better sponsors the Lobata team. That's the other Bobcat tractors. Okay. And uh, and, and they were the same way. Wim and Dirk and that whole crew was just, you know, just great hosts to us and That that really made it nice because then when we got down to the to the actual pull to the event, uh, we were familiar with those guys and uh, I've I've told several people it's, it's amazing to me. We come from totally different cultures, but the way we think about things and and it's all very similar. You know, we're 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 just alike as people, but we come from really different cultures and that was a really cool thing I thought.
1: That's awesome. That's awesome. So let's talk about the pull itself. You competed. I know you, you kind of just exhibitioned, right? That was the idea of it, the whole thing?
2: We were we were exhibition for both sessions, actually. But um, the night session, we were we were heads up. We weighed the same, um, pretty much had the same rules, I believe, and everything. And the, the night session was a heads up deal. And the afternoon, we were running uh, against, we, we took five engines over, uh, ran both tractors with five engines. Uh, so in the afternoon we weighed a little bit more, and, and of course we had all you know, the five engines versus their three, and um, so it was just exhibition passes. But on my first pass, within the first, uh, I hadn't even got the throttle open yet, and I busted a burst panel in my fifth motor. So I, I should have just left it at home, I guess, so I could have movable weight. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so I ran I ran both sections with just four motors, but it, it was really quite an experience. They they do things over there a little different. The stadium's completely dark. Yeah. And uh, and they light up the track and they have a really big opening ceremony with with pyrotechnics and fireworks and cheerleaders and um lots of music and uh, I, I think there's some things there that we as American pullers or organizations could really learn and benefit from.
1: Yeah, that you that's what we talked about, you know, off the air a little bit, that fan experience a little bit. It just seems like when you watch, you know, I watch a lot of videos on YouTube and Facebook and stuff like that. And we get your, you know, people they send us videos to our Beer Money Pulling Team Facebook page. It just seems like there, it's more of a, it's more of a fun atmosphere, and it seems like there's bigger crowds over there. Um,
2: they, they seem to get. I don't know exactly how they do it, but they seem to get the crowd a little more involved with it. Yep. Um. And, and but you know, I, I will say the pullers are more animated. Okay. And, that, and that's part of our job. You know, we're we're always. Uh, I, I think. Ninety percent of the pullers are pretty low key. Um, as far as you don't see them throw their throw their seat belts off and stand up and you know shake the fists in the air. And we need we got Do we,
1: we need to have Jeff Hurt teach all of us <laughs> exactly. how to jump out yeah. of that? No, I'm serious because I nobody. I yeah, love Jeff. Hurt.
2: Off on some of, yep, yeah. But you don't you don't see a lot of that here. Where you see a lot more of that over there. there. There's a little bit more enthusiasm from the teams and 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 maybe that's part of what helps get the crowd going. I don't know, but. Um, it is really a, a different atmosphere, but it's uh, it's really good. It's really neat, and then they have a, a pretty nice ceremony afterwards. You know, with with the pullers, they have the, the stands. You know, where they have them stand up on um, like a podium on their little pedestals. You know, like a podium. Yeah, the
0: just like the Indy Five Hundred.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's kind of a um, they're a little more involved like that.
1: So tell me about the opening ceremonies a little bit with the cheerleaders. Are they on the pulling track or what are they doing exactly?
2: Well, yeah, they they got they're out on the pulling track and they got their you know, their dance routines are going through or whatever with with uh uh the music playing and, okay. and uh so it's more of just playing kind playing of getting there.
1: everybody jazzed up.
2: Yeah, it's just it's just more it's just entertainment. Okay. And you know, I, I saw this last year and I, I have to really applaud Don Swama. I'm sure you were up there. Uh but Don implemented this year. Uh, he had a lot of speakers around and implemented a lot of music in between hooks. And yep. I think I think all that's good. My personal opinion, I just think all that's good for polling.
1: I do too. I had Jay Steiger on last week, and he's got the Missouri Invitational Poll coming up this Saturday. And I know we're recording this for Monday night, Greg, but he's going to do that same thing. He's got actually music. You know how like a major league batter walks up to bat and he kind of has his own song playing. He kind of did right. that for this Missouri Invitational Poll, and he's doing this bracket style polling. He's got these 27 Pro Stock gas trucks. Instead of hooking all 27 trucks against each other, he broke it down into three against each other. So only nine trucks are going to advance out of that first 27, like into a semifinals, and then he's going to have a finals from that. So I thought that was kind of another neat thing as well, and he's going to have music for those. And then Chris Wegel heard that interview, and I'm announcing his poll down in Mountain City, Missouri at the end of June, and he called me today. He's like, hey, what do you need to do for Get Me Music? I said, just get me a computer. I'll bring some tunes. And I'll start bringing that in, and you know, because exactly what Don did up in Hillsboro last year, we got yeah. to start having only, fun with the fans.
2: I've only been able to go to Chris's pool one time, but wow, they put on a nice, a yes. nice event there. He he does a great job.
1: And they um they're putting in a new announcer stand, and they're putting in two you know new new scales, you know, in ground scales like Don has up in Hillsboro, and uh, you know, so these promoters are getting into it. But you know, yeah, we're doing nice things for the pullers. You know, like we're putting in these scales and, you know, stuff like that and building good pits. Let's start doing more stuff for the fans and, you know, the music and the, you know, I don't know. Like you said, we just got to start thinking about it. And I think the more we talk about it, the more we talk about it, the more we talk about it. And you, you have certain promoters that are going to jump on it. And if it works, then, you know, what's going to, then other people are going to copy it. And that's what it's going to take to give that. Because it's still cheap to go to a poll, Greg, 10, 15, 20 bucks at the top to see tractors yeah. like yours. That's cheap. Right. It's sixty to hundred yeah. bucks to go to an NFL game or or uh, you know an NHR race or uh, you know NASCAR. NASCAR. Yeah, so it's cheap to yeah. go to a pole.
2: And I don't think it's you know I think it's probably just a lot of little things that can be done. I, I think Miles has got a great idea with his road show mm-hmm. uh, yeah. and some of the things he's working on there that to help promote it. And,
1: yeah, I'm going go uh, to I'm gonna go to I'm going to go to Toma with him on Thursday night. And then I'm gonna mm-hmm. I'm gonna go to Bowling Green with the polling radio network and with Miles. That'll be my first trip ever to Bowling Green, so I'm excited about that. What a that. year to pick it too. Yeah, what a year to pick. I got lucky. I just lucky like You'll that.
2: You'll enjoy that. Our our <laughs> intentions if we can, we're gonna run the champions tour circuit, depending on how that goes. But our intentions is to run all the champions tour circuit and then hit uh, hopefully we'll make Toma and uh, Chapel Hill and depending on the scenario with Bowling Green we'd We'd like to at least maybe be able to run one night at Bowling Green. We'll yeah. Are you week. out
1: in New York that mm-hmm.
2: night? We're we're
1: that in week. Hamburg
2: on Thursday and Friday.
1: Okay, Hamburg Thursday. Normally
2: and normally Hamburg's Friday and Saturday. Okay. So they, Hamburg is Thursday and Friday, so we depend on how they do it and what they'll allow us to do, we may be able to hit Bowling Green on Saturday, you know, and then they're taking I don't know how they're gonna do that exactly, but they're taking so many to Sunday, so Yeah, they're having probably a super not Sunday Sunday but
1: they're having yeah. They're not
0: getting a ring this year. They're taking the top out of each. The the ring winner is the winner from Sunday.
2: Yeah,
1: it's not Sunday. how he ever did over yeah. there. Yeah, yep. Because we had Shane Kellogg on from the from his right. with yep. his Trump truck, and he talked about that. So awesome, awesome, awesome. So what else did you learn in um, over in Ahoy in Rotterdam that you think we should be doing over here? Um,
2: you know, I don't, I don't know. They I tell you, they have top notch equipment. Um, they they have the same type of stuff we have here. They have some engineering over there were some things that I thought was really nice uh, um, you know i, I don't know I, I have to think about that question to be honest other than the than just the pure getting the fans involved yeah. yeah. they really did a nice job with that and um you know they were very organized it it didn't drag the pools didn't drag out the track the tracks had good water in them they had pretty good tracks um, and uh yeah you know, i
1: how long? But how they, long was the really track over back. there, Greg? That indoor track.
2: How long was it? You know, I don't. I think it was. Um, how many meters was Sixty. Sixty meters. That's so only be... 180 feet. Yep. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a short track. Well, yeah, very short track. Okay.
1: I thought so because that's when I watched the videos of it. So, okay, I'm trying to figure things out. Does it seem like they have more corporate sponsorship in Europe than we do in the United States?
2: Yeah, I believe they do. They okay. you know, they don't have NASCAR over there and and uh Okay. So, pulling I think maybe I had higher beliefs of of how popular pulling was over there maybe than what it is, but but yeah, I think there is more corporate sponsorship. Everybody seems to have somebody uh that they're working with. Cuz it just uh, seems or, like or, or,
1: it just seems like Greg, like the tractors, they have like center sections. You don't see aluminum rims on the tractors over there, you know? They, I mean, it just right. seems like any board they can stick a sticker or put a sponsor on on some of the vehicles over there and stuff like that. So, I had the Irish Tractor Pull Committee. They went to the they went to Louisville and they came up and they they came to the shop and they wanted to see the remedy my four one and went to different things like that. And I spent a day with those guys and they were great guys. They talked about pulling in Ireland, you know, and they're but uh-huh. they're basically pulling. Oh, I would say what our. Oh, like a super farm tractor, you know, over there and just different rules in Ireland and different things like that. And they're pulling Massey Ferguson's and, and Fords and stuff like that. And we talked about the differences and th- that, it wasn't as like what you saw is not what they're doing. You know what I mean? So they weren't right. as, they weren't as high on it. Like, so Louisville was a big deal to them. Like where you, when you oh. went, when you went to Ahoy, man, you saw the, the top notch. I mean, they seem like they have a lot of Alki supers, Alki super stock mm-hmm. tractors in Europe compared to what we have in the States too. I don't know. I shouldn't but, say that.
2: But, they have a nice IP Super Class. Yeah, I, I don't know that they have
1: as um, many diesels.
2: And I'm, I'm uneducated saying this, so this may not be true at all. But I, I'm not sure they have as many lower level classes. Mm-hmm. Correct. Running and as many events.
1: Right. They don't have as many events yeah, because, like they talk about Ireland, it's so freaking big. I mean, for you know eight hours from top to bottom, <laughs> and that was like they had to go eight hours for one
3: poll. Yeah.
2: yeah, I think uh, you know I think the, the Euro Cup or whatever the series is those guys run over there. You know they may run only one or two events in a country. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, and and they do a lot of traveling, quite a bit of traveling, go from from place to place.
1: And maybe that's part of it. Maybe their, that's their why
0: events it's so... are spread out more over the sum- their summer.
1: Yeah. Well, when yeah. you look at in, in the United States, how many national circuits are there? You got Champions Tour
3: and Grand you have national. and you have
1: Grand National, the Outlaws. But but that's the only two places that you can see true mods. Mm-hmm. And I love the Outlaws, but yeah. they don't have true mods like what Greg and No, Steve they're like have. a limited mod, you know, like yeah. the light white... And I mean, I like what Doug has done. He has good numbers in his class, but he's limited. Hey, this is what we're going to do. But at times, you know, and I've talked about, I wish these promoters would do more. Hey, I'm bringing in, I'm bringing the champions to mod. This is the best of the best. Or, you know, or like the NTPA might say, I'm bringing in the NTPA, but really it's just a state show. You know, and that's not oh. fair. And that's not fair to the mm-hmm. fan because no, no you're not. not. You're not bringing in the NTPA. You're bringing in the WTPA. Mm-hmm. And that's not. That's not there's, fair to the fan. They're they're and too that's what parallel I want with right. each other. That's why if I'm bringing in NASCAR, but NASCAR has different levels. And that's what that they do a good job of that. They you know they have different speedways and stuff like that. But but everyone
0: I, knows when there's a NASCAR Sprint Cup race versus.
1: But that's what they call. it. Yeah. we know that's what Sprint Cup mm-hmm. or whatever it's called. I don't know enough about it. <laughs> But that, that's, they that, promote the difference. Yes, right. That's my point, and mm-hmm. I, I just think. Yeah. But we're not on TV enough. Polling isn't, and I, I don't want to confuse the fans either. But I need you to know that if you're going to Toma, Chapel Hill, Hamburg, Bowling Green, Hillsboro, or Davenport <laughs> to watch Greg not open his pro stock all the way up the first time, because I'd Greg, I'd <laughs> Greg, I'd be checking shit too. Don't worry, buddy. That's gonna be, but it's a funny story.
2: The, the not, bad part of it is that, what, that wasn't the only time it happened. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all i'm saying guys i just want to yeah, i it. want our promoters to do yep. a better job because if it's my first time and i go to a i don't know go to, and i like guy nelson but if i go to a southwest wisconsin pullers and the biggest thing i saw is 11.5 too hot to farm you know i mean there are there are three tractor classes a day that sound amazing four diesel supers pro stocks the four ones and the 540 light pros all four of those tractors when those when the diesel tractors come out of the hole they give you goosebumps right all four of those, yep. date, you're going you're gonna, to, holy cow, what was that? Those are the four diesel tractor classes that wake you up. Mods, two wheel drives, four wheel drive mod trucks. Those, you're going to hear those a county away. That's the stuff that makes our sport awesome. That's the stuff that people yeah. are going to talk about. That's what we need people to do. That's what gets you excited. Oh, I went to the poll at the fair. You got to have a fair poll and you got to have some antiques, but advertise what you have. I don't want, that's sure. where I think we got to mm-hmm. do a better job of letting people know. At least, hey, if you know you're going to an antique poll, cool. But don't you need to know the differences? Do you know what yeah. I mean? That's why I think people do the supernatural or the the grandest of the grandest, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or, or a champions tour. Yes. That says I'm going to a champions tour. I don't know. I'm just talking too much now. I'm babbling. <laughs> but that's what we do. That's what we do. So I don't want to get too far away. We got an awesome guest on the phone here. I went on a rant. I don't want to do that. But that's what I'm trying <laughs> to talk about. So, all right, Greg Boyd's on the phone with us, Ryan. So we got about five minutes left with Greg. We've talked about modifieds talked about him being pro stocks we've talked about his farming operation we've talked about him not opening his pro stock up the first time he's <laughs> open three times now i just want to get one more jab in there but i'll see him this summer for the, i'll get to meet him up in hillsborough what else do we want to ask greg what else do you want to talk about greg going to a salute south carolina next weekend
3: yeah the well, when, well, what, the, yeah, when this, the show plays yep, it'll be, be the first,
2: 27th yep. 28th
1: what else do you want to talk about greg
2: shoot Daniel.
0: it's your show no <laughs> no play you're play. you're my guest <laughs> I did want to mention, cause you hear a lot that there is more variety of mods over in Europe versus here. And what was your take on that?
2: You know, you know, that's, there's some truth to that. They do have a lot of variety. There's turbines and, you know, they have five engines with civvies. Got, they got, they do just have a lot of different combinations. Uh, more, definitely more variety in the mod class there. Uh, than you see here.
1: Do they have a lot of Allison's over there or, or, or less Allison's?
2: Yeah. Yeah. There's some Allison's there. Okay. Um, they, they just have they have a little bit of everything over there
0: and i, I do believe that they, they, they do have more access to more of those exotic engines and obviously we have over here yeah. with all those different air different types of airplane engines and then you do see you know those four turbines that you don't just you know you don't really see that often over here anymore
2: and lots of sassies. lots of what There's lots of sassy motors oh yeah oh yeah yeah absolutely <laughs> yes. absolutely yeah. brian brian's uh very well represented over there for sure
1: cool hey let's talk about your mod a little bit um what's the approximate horsepower of a, like a modified in your class i mean is does lucas oil do they put a horsepower limit or how does that work in your class
2: uh, no i don't think there's a horsepower limit i think the turbines may have a horsepower limit but mm-hmm. uh, to my knowledge there's not uh, 871 blowers um, in our class and i i think uh, most of the guys are probably running similar horsepower and those motors put out somewhere between two thousand twenty five hundred horse each. Um,
1: each. Okay, so we're looking so, at 8, uh, to 10, yeah, 8, eight to ten thousand
2: horsepower. Yeah, eight to ten thousand horsepower. I'm going to guess gets the majority of them.
1: Okay, cool. That's that's pretty awesome. Yeah. So talk about trying to hook those up to a track. Yeah, so that's why. <laughs> that's why we see one timeline Did you guys go out like to that pole? Go, go ahead, Greg. Yeah, especially like the weight the 200. weight limit they're at. Yeah
2: yeah 7800 pounds and 10,000 horsepower 7800
1: let me do the math you weigh 7800 pounds and 10,000 horsepower Uh (laughs) get the hop a little bit hey what's the maintenance program like on the mods i mean how often are you tearing down the motors and peeking
2: at stuff you know really the the maintenance program is not not too bad we change the oil on them uh every few hooks um adjust the valves on them you know if you if you do preventive maintenance, you don't have a lot of other issues. Um, we had some issues last year with with filling our motors full of dirt. Um, that's never a good thing. But, um, you know, if you can keep the dirt out of them, what, the, the maintenance programs, it's, it's not too bad. It's actually, uh, I wouldn't say that it's less work than a pro stock, but uh, it's different work than a pro stock. It's, um, there's, there's a lot of moving parts on them, but you can go through them pretty quick.
1: Okay. That sounds fair. That sounds fair. Hey, and then I've also seen that you guys have sponsored some two-wheel drive trucks. I think you want to talk about that a little bit. I've yeah. seen some Boyden Machinery stuff. Yep.
2: Yeah. We have, um, we have, we brought the Nelson team on last year and um, Jared and, and uh, Bethany Nelson and Jared runs the, the Boyd and Sons Machinery truck and Bethany runs the Warrior Track truck. And we were talking about how we were going to wrap whichever truck. Bethany had just come off the the points championship and we were really wanting to promote the warrior tracks more than anything. And I told Jared, I want the winner with that. So <laughs> we had to, we had to, we had to put the warrior tracks on the winner. So nice. I'd get a jab into him if I can. Absolutely. Yeah. Let's do it again. They, they have, uh, <laughs> you know, they have done a fantastic job with with representing our brand and, and what we want to do there. And, you know, when you look around at, at all the pullers, there's, there's a, don't get me wrong. There's a lot of pullers out there that have top notch equipment and really, uh, represent their team and ourselves well but when we were when we were looking at that I um, I, I just couldn't think of a better team to, to do that with I mean they are they they run a first class operation they are uh, great people they represent us well they represent ourselves well and uh, we, we couldn't be happier to be associated with them and 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 to work with them like we have been
1: awesome 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 so let's start wrapping things up here Ryan with Greg so Boyd and sons.com is your website, Greg, and that'll take you to kind of the homepage and you can click on the polling link from there. And then, uh, right. do you have like a, do you have a Facebook page for the polling team? I went looking for it today, but I didn't find
2: anything. Is that accurate? We we do. We do. And okay. I, I don't know how to tell you the address of that thing. It's, it's just under green Street polling team.
1: Okay. Uh, I'll put a link up when we start promoting the show for you. So. Gotcha. Green gotcha. Street polling. Team. And, uh, anything else you want to talk about before? So salute to South Carolina will be your first hook. So good luck there. And then, you, what you guys have about twenty hooks on the Champions Tour, or what? Does I know that's what they try to keep yeah, you at. Or? I think we, have, I
2: think we have eighteen hooks. Okay. Um, probably twelve or thirteen locations. Uh, yep. And eighteen hooks, and, and that's, that keeps us pretty busy.
1: Absolutely. So, I'm really excited to meet you up in Hillsboro. Um, maybe I'm, I, don't, I don't know if I'll see you in Tolma, because like I said, I'll be up there Thursday, but then I'm shooting down to Mountain City Friday and Saturday to announce that poll, and uh, uh-huh. you know, just we will be going in different directions. We're going to chase Badger State points this year with our uh, with our limited pro the remedy. I just went and got the motor back uh, from Salambines. I had my motor Riverside does my motor, so Phil freshened it up after Gordyville and then he yep. is, Butch runs down there and picks it up. They're about a couple hours apart and then Sunday night oh, yeah. and, Sunday night pick, at nine o'clock they, I drove overnight and picked up the motor, and brought it home. So
2: They don't come any better than Phil at Riverside. I he's can a, that. He's, he's a
1: heck of a good guy.
2: So we have had a lot of experience with Phil and uh uh it it's everybody in our camp will tell you there's nobody better
1: he uh, said everybody thinks i just build
2: john Deere's, jason but uh
1: now that i have yours people know i build red ones too so
2: <laughs> he, he is uh, he really is He he's a, he's as sharp a guy as i've ever seen and and uh, you know we we have our little boy performance deal down here and we we do engine work for some pro stock guys and dyno work and whatnot but uh but we work every day with phil he's uh he's tops
1: he's a great guy he's a great guy so Greg, I really want to thank you for coming on and uh you've been a heck of a guest and you're a heck of a representative in the in the polling community and you're a great family and I've heard nothing but good things about you, your family and you and uh you are as you're as you're you're the real deal, we can tell. You you pass the test and you're a great guy and uh great great uh good luck to you and your family this this polling season and in life and uh I know we've been trying to get you on the show, but with uh getting the crops in and stuff like that it's been tough and I I just really thanks for taking an hour out of your busy life tonight to join us, and uh, just really, really appreciate it. I thank you very, very much for uh, joining us on Let's Grow Polling.
2: Well, I appreciate you having me, and good luck with the remedy this year. I'm sure you're going to do well. Going to try. We'll, uh, look forward to seeing you. Look forward to seeing you up in Hillsboro.
1: We're going to have some fun. We'll see you up in Hillsboro, and uh, good luck in Saluda. But take care.
2: All right. Thank you very much.
1: Thanks, Greg. All right, so we had Greg Boyd, Ryan, on the phone, and that's pretty neat. So heard a lot of great things about the Boyd family, and uh, you you can just tell they're top-notch. You don't see them running around throwing their helmets, cussing in the pits and acting like retards, and uh, they're just (laughs) good people. And, uh, yeah, they're the real deal, and uh, really, really excited to have them. And they're at the highest level of pulling, and uh, it's neat to know why they did the pro stock to the mods, and, you know, I get it. I get it. I mean i I'd like to, I want to get to that level where it gets boring. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. That that's a good problem to have if you're in the sport of polling. Yeah, no, I, I, he didn't say they got boring, no. but I get
1: it. They had the three pro stocks. I remember when the X came out and then mm-hmm. you know, I know Borsons had them, but it's kinda neat to see how it all came along, Wishmeyers and all those John Deere pros, 'cause John Deere's John Deere's are just dominated pro stock category you know and it's definitely uh, been their division i said category just like that lady on Mav tv <laughs> category <laughs> yep. i was like why did she say category now i'm saying it pull it's a it's a class it's a class division not a cat- division whatever <laughs> it's not a category category is something else <laughs> anyway it doesn't matter so but that was neat to have greg on We've Been trying to, we've been him and I've been kind of texting back and forth all spring long. But he's like, Let me get my crop in, let me get my crop in all 6,000 acres of it. Now I get yeah, it, it wasn't yes. like he had 60 acres. To plant. <laughs> what are you blowing me off, Boyd? Come on, buddy. I thought we were friends. <laughs> you don't want to be on Let's Grow Bowling? What? What's, what's wrong? So, no, no, it's cool. So when he texted back today, he thought he had something to do in Michigan night. But talk, you talk about a busy family, and they do, they work hard. Oh, yeah, and they, they well, earn just a
0: 6,000. 000... And we got
1: 80 trucks yeah. on the road, and we got a machinery business, and my brother, no, just sold. And now they've, two mods. And- <laughs> two mods, so they've earned everything they have, and they're awesome people, and they're humble. And you can hear the humble in his oh, voice, yes. and that's awesome. Yeah. I like humble people.
0: And if you're, if you're going to think of a name of pulling, you know, Boyd's has got to be one of the top names. Yeah. If, if you're just, you know, if any pulling fan, you say Boyd's, oh, and you know exactly what they drove, you know. Green
1: you know, Street. Yep. Yeah, and it's neat. It's neat to hear the, the you know hear another person say how awesome Forrest Lucas is, you know, because Mike Chastain. But Mike Chastain works for him, so of course mm-hmm. he's going to be nice about him. You know, yeah. but here's something somebody... that story of just <laughs> how he came yeah, to the shop. Yeah, now I got to pick on Chastain a little bit, yeah. poke at him. But yeah, he's my boss. He pays me. Of course, I'm going to say nice things about him. But now to have Greg say that about him, you know, you know it's legit. You know, it's legit. So a lot, a lot of a uh, lot, a lot of good things going on there. So. Um, What do we got going on coming up here? Uh, Polling season. I mean, every Monday we have a show. We're getting close to polling season up here in the Badger State, June 4th. Uh, We're kicking off. We're going in Illinois. Two different directions for Badger State, Leaf River, Illinois. I know we got the Hot Farm down there and the Light Limited Super Stocks in Leaf River, Illinois. And the the Pro Farm. And the Pro Farm down there, too. Yep, cool. And then Ettrick, we're going to be up there with the Limited Pro, the Pro Stocks, the Semis. semis. That's the introduction of our Light Pro Stock class. We're going to get Zach Howell on here. He's out of, uh, I think Zach lives in Ohio or Indiana. But he's got the I evolution in yes. New Holland. Uh, been really getting to know him the last year. And uh, he wants to come on. We want to talk about the light pro stock mm-hmm. class. When we talk about an up-and-coming up class in, a pro stock or in the diesel category <laughs> or class, <laughs> I think that's going to be that next super farm type class. I think so. And I think the regions need classes like that. And I talked about that earlier, that sound so- like pro stocks. Yes. You need something that gives you goosebumps mm-hmm. for the fans. You know, we got loud trucks, you know, and there's not enough mods. I, I wish there were more mods. I mean, But maybe you don't. Maybe you need these super nationals to only have the mods That's in the postdoc set.
0: That that separates right. the, the the levels. Right. Is. No, yeah, there, there's regional. You think about that. There's regional mods. But... Greg,
1: Greg touched on it. You know, these huge crowds in Europe, but they only have 10 or 15 polls. Mm-hmm. You go in Wisconsin, we can go to a poll every weekend. But... It's not, it's not Sometimes this kind of stuff. You
0: might think it's do we are we over are we watered down right the levels of polling.
1: But you're not seeing you're not seeing Toma, Hillsboro, Richland Center turn to dirt. You're not seeing the best of the best. But if you go to magistrate mm-hmm. poll, you're seeing good stuff. But you don't get to see mods that often no. in Wisconsin. You have to go to Hillsboro. Just twice for that. Tomah, twice a
0: year. Right? Yep. Belmont I mean, Hillsboro are, are two options.
1: Because NTPA State doesn't have any good mods. There's a couple. I mean, just Christensen's with the Pack mm-hmm. Rat. You know, three but years they're, ago. They're going
0: to run the region, and then I think they are running the national level now with uh, the light, that new light mod class, and uh, running just the regular mods. Yeah, I believe they're going to run the, the close to the full schedule.
1: Three or four years ago, I asked Simons to come down, and Schindler came down. I think I got Brutus to come down, too. I had three, mm-hmm. I had three mods come to Churn yep. Dirt on Saturday night. I paid them just show money, just an exhibition, and that was a hoot. And the people really like that. Yeah,
0: because especially this area, no one has seen, unless you watch on YouTube, you've right. not seen it in person. And that's a completely different animal.
1: Yeah. So, but to talk about you want to go on the pits and see the mods. Go, go talk to Boyds. They have a top notch equipment. They're nice people, super nice people, and they'll take care of you. So, mm-hmm. and that's what it's about when it comes to Let's Grow Pulling. So, we want to keep it keep it rolling that way. So, I want to talk about my sponsors for the Let's Grow Pulling show. I want to thank uh, WRCO Radio. That's where we are right now. Bass t shirts. Western Pennsylvania Pride and Shine, uh, June 10th through 12th. The Badger State Tractor Pullers, Hearts Diesel, um, Haslag Steel, Riverside Eng- Engines, The Heart of the Remedy, Hurricane Alice Synthetic Oils, and Ryan Zolick. You right here, Ryan, sit next <laughs> to me. And Wisconsin Distributors, um, they're a big sponsor, Bud Light, um, of the Remedy. And um, if you're interested in sponsoring Let's Grow Pulling in any way, money, product, trade, anything you want to do to get get involved with Let's Grow Pulling, the show, anything you want to do to promote your what you have, let's work together on this. It's all about Let's Grow Pulling. Get a hold of me. Uh, my cell phone, 608-604-5068, or you can email me at jason at com, or just go to our Facebook page, uh, the Beer Money Polling Facebook page, the most popular Facebook page in the polling world. So I like <laughs> to throw it in there every now and then. We've worked hard at that, actually. Yes. I just want to throw it in there, Ryan. What do you got, Ryan? What do I have? Yeah, what do you got? Let's well, talk about let's talk about the polling radio network. <laughs> okay. okay. Yeah.
0: Of course, if if you haven't yet, why not download the polling radio network app on your phone? You can listen anytime. Android. Anywhere iPhone? Andro- Android or iPhone works perfect. I don't know the I have a Windows phone and you can actually um, it's not technically the polling radio app, but it's a tune in app yep, the tune-in you can get app. if you still have a Windows phone and you can still listen live on through the streaming service on your phone. You know, so wherever you are, if you're in your field and your tractor, you can turn on your phone, or if you're driving down the road and put it through your Bluetooth and your phone and listen to the spe- over the speakers. You know, you can download uh, any of the shows of our shows or any of the shows uh, throughout the week from SoundCloud, download it right into your phone and play it anytime. Back, maybe you're going on a jog and you yep. want to listen to Let's Grow
1: Pulling. Absolutely. So we have a lot of great shows. What yes. do you got, Ryan? I don't, I don't read, don't read them all off because we got, a, we're missing a couple of them. Oh, okay. But the cool um, part, the goal, the whole goal of the Pulling Radio Network is what?
0: To make. Oh, is to bring pulling to the masses and, and bring the, the puller and make the pullers the rock stars.
1: That's what we would do. We'd make pullers the rock stars. Make Greg, Greg Boyd a rock star because he's a cool dude and he's got a modified tractor. He's got yeah. two modified tractors.
0: Yeah, Who want, Who wouldn't want two modified? Who can say that?
1: Uh, I can't. <laughs> I'd like to have two four ones. Yes. That'd be pretty cool. Thanks for listening, everybody. Kenny Eggleston's coming up next. And uh, we didn't go over as much this night. Only went over five minutes. Oh, he
0: has to sell more time now.
1: Yeah, yeah. He has to do his, he to do his real <laughs> job. So thanks for listening, everybody. See you next week.